One Church podcast. We hope you enjoy this message. And for more information, please visit us on the web at onechurch.net. I trust everybody is ready to receive the word today. Uh, last week, Pastor Justin delivered a great message as he introduced uh, the book of Joshua. And we're going to continue on that same theme. But just by way of uh, reminder, let me just give you his four points last week. And I'm going to pick up on one of those points in just a moment. But just to refresh your memory, first of all, as he talked about Joshua, he talked about the importance of faithful servants, faithful service. Um, if you're going to be used by God, that is the starting point. We'll talk more about that in just a couple of minutes. But Justin rolled out these four requirements for leadership. Faithful service, humble dependence, clear calling, and courageous conviction. All four of them critical components if God is going to use you. And certainly all of us want to be used by God. We want our life to matter. We want our life to count. We, we want to live with a sense of intentionality and purpose in God. And these leadership requirements become the very foundation that God builds off of if He's going to use us for His purposes. And I want today to just pick up on that first point that Justin made last week, and that is faithful service. Faithful service. And I'm going to read again from the book of Joshua, the first chapter, uh, the first nine verses. After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, the Lord said to Joshua, son of Nun, Moses' aid. Now let me just remind you, he had been serving Moses. He had been behind the scenes. He wasn't the front guy. He wasn't the number one. He was behind the scenes. Moses, my servant, is dead. Now then you and all these people get ready to cross the Jordan River into the land I'm about to give to them, to the Israelites. I will give you every place where you set your foot. As I promised Moses, your territory will extend from the desert to Lebanon and from the great river, the Euphrates, all the Hittite country to the great sea on the west. No one will be able to stand up against you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. Be strong and courageous because you will lead these people to inherit the land I swore to their, for their forefathers to give them. Be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the law my servant Moses gave you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left, that you may be successful wherever you go. Do not let this book of the law depart from your mouth. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be terrified. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. 
Now, I want you just for a moment to put yourself in Joshua's place. Now, Joshua has been serving behind the scenes. He had seen all that God had done as they left Egypt. He had been in Egypt. He, along with Caleb, who were the two closest to Moses, had served and had been serving now for 40 years. Joshua had witnessed the miracle of the Red Sea. He had witnessed the incredible provision of God, of manna. He had witnessed the quail that they were eating in the, the wilderness. He had witnessed the fact that their clothes never wore out. I don't know if he was still wearing the same outfit that he left Egypt with, but he may have been. Their clothes never wore out. Their shoes never wore out. I mean, think about the miraculous things that Joshua had seen. Yet, not at any point along the way had God said uh, that Joshua was going to be in charge one day. And here he is. He's just kind of been content to serve. He's been behind the scenes. And I think that that is a, a very critical picture. When we begin to think about faithful service, you know, a lot of times people think that faithful service, that now becomes my ticket to the future. That's my gateway. But listen, that's the wrong motivation. That isn't the way that Joshua was serving. He was serving from his heart. He was happy to be the second guy. You know, faithful service a lot of times doesn't look like the thing that we think is important. Yet in God's economy, faithful service is critical for anything that God is going to use us for. And that brings me to the, the first point that I want to make. It's this, that God is always more concerned about who we are than about what we do. I think about that. God is more concerned about who you are as a person, about your character, about your heart, about your inward motivations. He's more concerned about that than he is about what you do. We in our culture, we put so much attention and so much focus on making a difference and being the important person. And it's unfortunate, but we a lot of times put our attention on trying to climb the ladder of success to get that position and to get that prestige and to, to get that power. That's the way the world thinks, but that's not the way God thinks. God is looking for somebody who's willing to be invisible. God is looking for somebody who is willing not to be the front guy, not to be the one that is always uh, looked to. Uh, I, I find that amazing when you begin to think about leadership. And here Joshua was serving for years behind the scenes, not being the number one guy. And yet Moses dies. And who does God turn to? Not the guy that, that seemingly was the most gifted, but the guy that was just there. Now, there's a lot about Joshua that we can unpack in these passages, but certainly Joshua, when you begin to just these nine verses that I read, you begin to get a little snapshot into who he was. 
He was not a guy who was bold by nature. He was not a guy that was like Mr. Personality by nature. He was a faithful servant. He literally was willing to be behind the scenes and serve Moses for more than 40 years. And that was who God was looking for. Because God always builds the character of the man or woman of God before he builds the ministry of the man or woman of God. Boy, if we could not learn some lessons today from that. Uh, too many leaders that we've known even in our own lifetimes that have risen to the fore and have become well-known and perhaps well thought of and then suddenly they fall and we see great collapses. We've had recent uh, examples of that and it's terrible and we all shake our head and say, what happened? I'll tell you what happened. The character was never built to the degree that the ministry was built. You see, your character is what holds you. Your character is what sustains you. And God is always looking to build your character before he builds your ministry or your impact or your influence. In our world of social media and all of that, it's all about influence and all about being an influencer. Well, let me tell you something. If your character is not built, your influence will not be sustained. The second thing I want you to see here is this, that not only is God always more concerned about who we are than about what we do, but secondly, God is always building a leader now for the next generation. God is the original multitasker. He is doing a whole lot more than one thing at one time. And a lot of times we don't see that. We don't realize that God is at work in our life right now for tomorrow's impact. God is preparing us in these quiet, unseen moments of heartfelt service. God is building us so that he can use us later. And that was what was going on. Joshua didn't know that he was being prepared and groomed by God to take over, to be the guy that would replace one day Moses. I'm sure if someone would have said that to Joshua, Joshua, you know, you're going to take over for Moses one day. He had probably sh shaken his head and said, not me. You got the wrong guy. I'm not like Moses. But no, God was building a man for when Moses was off the scene. And I want to ask you, are you willing to be prepared now for what God wants to do tomorrow? Are you willing to position yourself under the hand of God that he can shape and form and build your character so that he can use you tomorrow? So important that we recognize this, that faithful service becomes the foundation through which God builds the superstructure of our lives. It's the unseen and hidden moments, the things that a lot of times people don't pay a lot of attention to, yet God is paying attention. You remember when God was looking for someone to go kill a giant called Goliath. 
Where did he look? He didn't look on the front of the battlefield. He didn't look in all the positions of importance. He looked out in a field at someone taking care of his father's sheep, and he chose David. That's the way God works. God is building the character and preparing the person when they least think that they're being prepared. And God is at work now in our lives to prepare us for the next season. The third principle I want you to see is this, that God always chooses his leaders from among the faithful. God's not choosing people based on giftedness. God not, is not choosing people based on popularity. God's not choosing people based on all the things that the world looks at. In fact, Paul makes that clear that, that the world is looking at the outside, the things that are, the, that are wise and the things that are noble and the things that, that are, are important to people. But that's not the way God looks. God looks at the heart. God looks at the inward side. And so God is always choosing his leaders from the place of faithfulness, from among those that are willing to serve behind the scenes. I think about so many of you who have worked so hard and so diligently uh, to make sure that, you know, one church, Park District particularly, becomes all that God wants. Those that are serving set up and tear down and those that are serving in children's ministries and those that are making sure that coffee gets set up and that things go well or those that run sound or video, all of those places that a lot of times don't look like the place that gets the attention. But I want to tell you something. Heaven watches. Heaven records. God pays attention to our faithful service. So draw encouragement from that. Draw strength from that. I, I think when we stand before the Lord one day and we get those well dones, there's going to be some people at the front of that line that we're going, who are they? They were the ones that were behind the scenes that nobody else knew. They were not the ones that were first in line. They were last in line. And yet God was watching faithful service. God always rewards. So God builds the leader because he's always more concerned about who we are than what we do. God is always preparing now leaders for the next season. And God always chooses his leaders from among the faithful. The fourth principle I want you to see is this, is that God is bigger than our weaknesses. God is bigger than our weaknesses. I mentioned to you that Joshua was, we get some snapshots into his personality. But it's interesting that three times God says to him, I have commanded you, be strong or courageous. Don't be afraid. Why would he say that? Because Joshua's tendency was not to be courageous. He was somewhat timid. He was somewhat fearful. His personality lent itself more towards being 
timid and afraid than it did being bold and courageous. And God had to remind him three times he's telling him. Why? Because God is bigger than our weaknesses. Listen to me. It doesn't matter how gifted you are, how talented you are, how much natural ability you've got, how many people think that you are the sharpest intellectually or the most outgoing in your personality. None of those things matter in the economy of God. What matters is this, the man or woman who understands that God is bigger than their weakness. God is bigger than our deficit. Oh, listen, how many times I've thought about myself and I've thought, God, if I were calling the person being the one calling, I wouldn't have called me. I would have chosen somebody else. How many times I look at leaders and have the privilege of meeting and getting to know leaders whom God has greatly used and they all say the same thing. If I was God, I wouldn't have chosen me. I would have chosen somebody else. Why? Because we have become acutely aware of our inadequacies. But you know what? Those inadequacies are only the springboard to God dependence. You see, when you understand that you're filled with weaknesses and shortcomings, it fuels a greater dependence on God. And one thing that God is after, God is not after self-dependent people. God is looking for interdependent people who will lean on God, trust God, say, God, I can't do this, but you can do this. God, I'm not big enough for this task, but you're big enough. Because you see, God is always bigger than our weaknesses and our limitations. And the fifth principle that I want you to see is, that God's presence always makes up the difference and fills every gap. What was God's answer to Joshua's weaknesses and challenges and questions and perplexities? What was God's answer? I'll be with you. Oh, I'll be with you. In fact, he says to him, he said, just like I was with Moses, I'm going to be with you. You've got some history in me, Joshua. You've seen a few things. You understand my power. You've witnessed it. But I just want to tell you something, Joshua. Just like I was with Moses, I'm going to be with you. Oh, let me tell you something today. There is no uh, shortcoming. There is no weakness. There is no inadequacy that cannot be made up for by the presence and power of God. Oh, I, I cannot tell you enough how important it is for the presence of God. You see, that was the answer when God spoke to the children of Israel and Moses in particular to go up. Again and again, you see that through the scripture, this, this, this concept, this thought. God, I'll go if you'll go with me. God, I'll go if you'll be with me. Listen, we long for the presence of God. You and I were made for the presence of God. And when the presence of God is with us, suddenly the impossible becomes possible. Suddenly, all of the things that are 
unlikely in the natural to happen become reality. You see, God takes the natural and his presence produces the supernatural. All we have to do is yield ourselves to him and God will make up the difference. He'll fill every gap with our presence. Let me just quickly remind you of these five principles of faithful service. God is always more concerned about who we are than about what we do. Two, God all is always building a leader now for the next season. Number three, God always chooses his leaders from among the faithful. Remember 1 Corinthians 4, 2. One thing is required of a steward that he be found faithful. Number four, God is bigger than our weaknesses and limitations. And number five, God's presence always makes up the difference and fills every gap. My prayer is this, that you will take hold of these principles of faithful service, apply them to your life, and don't wait till tomorrow say, I'm starting now. If you've not plugged into an area where you're using your gifts and serving, now is the time. Step in and watch God at work in your life. God bless you. Have a great day.